On this week's episode of Therapeutic Controller Podcast, we talk about the games that completely changed our perspective on video games. The games that made us look beyond what a game can be and what a game can offer us. Also, we have a special guest on this week's episode. Who is it, you ask? Find out on this week's episode of Therapeutic Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And we have a very special guest. Janice. Yes, my cousin Janice is back on the episode for this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Yes, Joe is not here this week, but we have Janice, who is the best third, third party player here. On the show. Thank you for being on the show, Janice. Oh, the yeah. third person is interchangeable, so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Usually. Joe Joe's seat is not a... Uh, it's not permanent. It's not a permanent seat. <laughs> it, it fluctuates. It's semi-permanent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but thank you for being here. You know, this isn't going to be your regular episode of Third Party Controlled Podcast. Because uh-uh, I didn't play shit this week. Yeah. So that's why we're doing something special. We're doing something different. We're going to be doing something that's going to blow your mind. Because it only focuses on one person. Janice? What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my path, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Oh my god. Um. You want to talk about when I beat the shit out of you in Super Smash Brothers online? (laughs) Online? On the lines? You're like, I want to fight you. I talked about this. And I'm like, in Smash? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, you say it? You say it like the little girl in Vine. I'm like, oh, this Vine? <laughs> you seen that? Yeah. No, I've never seen a little girl. Like, she goes, good night, Instagram. I was like, it's Vine. Oh, this Vine? It's <laughs> <laughs> adorable. Um, I have not played any games. Really? Because What's the last thing you played? Um, I think it that, was. It's a catch up from last yeah. time you were here, so. Oh, okay. That's why it's special. Janice, um, and it's about you. Yeah, I know, but I've been so focused on school. Yeah. Um, I think... Okay, I beat Undertale. Yeah. Oh, I shit. beat that I, one. Give us your, uh, oh, that's funny. your thoughts. Um, I was very aggressive, like fighting uh, everything. Yeah. yeah. Like I wanted I to beat everything that. to a pulp. I wanted to have the most XP out of anybody. Disney XP? EXP. Oh, it's D. Not, fuck, no, yeah, fuck, I know. You fucked it up. That's it would have been a funny joke if you didn't fuck it up. I'm sorry, guys. I'm leaving. Um, Bye. So. Like, whoa, Bethel really took off. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I really love that series. Yeah. Um, not series, but game. the game. It's 
not really a series. Well, I guess well, now it's a series. They kind of did something after, right? Um, after. But um, it was really enlightening on uh, how to play a game. Yeah. And I don't want to say more. Because it's different than any RPGs, right? Like you were telling me. It, yeah. It's, there's like it's, really some silly shit to it. Yeah, they, there's some silly shit and it takes... Um, it changes the aspect of what an RPG can be or what you can do in a game, yeah. technically, you know? So, But I wanted to ask, like, uh, do, were you able to... I recommended it to you, and I thought, you know what? You're going to dig it. Um, when you played it, was it something that you gravitated toward right away, or you were just kind of like, oh, I'm f- still feeling this out? Uh, like, was it a an instant like, or a, it grew on me as time went on? So how I went about um, the Switch games was me asking the people that I know, like, what game should I play? Mm-hmm. So it was you and also um, Carrie's brother that suggested games to me. Um, and those games oh, I bought right away. Oh, I didn't right know away. there was another person. Yeah, you didn't even ask me what the fuck. Wow. So wow. At least you I, got asked. I bought those games that were um, She's like, suggested you, really to talking. me. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, the first one that I played was um, Undertale. And that was the one that you suggested to me. Yeah. And also Corey, but uh, it was after. Yeah, you're like, oh, my and, cousin already uh, said that. You're too fucking late. Yeah, you know, pretty I much. I don't even know why I'm asking you. But he did suggest Celeste, so. Celeste? You didn't suggest Celeste? No, I think I did. Uh, I think there's... Like, I think there's... I it was a delay. Stuff. I think there, no, there was stuff on the record. So I'm, I think I'm I, just joking. All time leads into me suggesting all the best stuff first. So um, I think because you were so cryptic about it, I wanted to play it more. I made it intriguing. You you made it so that you didn't let me know what it was about, mm-hmm. but that you knew that I would enjoy it, so I picked that up first. Did you appreciate that? Uh, like appreciate the as that in like you coming in, it, well, like coming <laughs> in not knowing me being so vague about it. Yeah, I actually did because um, when I asked about video games and like what to play, sometimes they tell me more than what I want to know, and mm-hmm. it kind of not ruins it, but kind of you're already anticipating. Like the expectation is there, so. Uh, when you were telling me about this game, I was like, okay, he's kind of being like really around, like beating around the bush mm-hmm. a little bit. So it kind of intrigued me more. So that's when I started playing it more and um, killing everybody off. And that's when I realized like maybe the mode that I'm playing isn't the way it should. You can go either way. There's I like mean, a ton of different like endings. There's there, different, right? yeah. There's you could. Ton. But the ending that you want yeah. is what's satisfying about this game. And if you don't get that ending that you want, then that's when you feel like you didn't really play the game. Yeah, yeah. If that's... Yeah. I'm not trying to ruin the game, but... Yeah. Did I ruin the game? No. Okay. But there's even endings, too. Like, the really, really, really good ending. It's like, I looked at how to get it, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's way too much work. Yeah. But... It's cool. That's cool that you can find stuff like that, though. Yeah. It does a lot. It does a lot of um, interesting things. And that's what I appreciated the most about this game is that you 
you have to find the ending that you want. Mm-hmm. And you going through it and playing it is what matters. Yeah. I don't know. So you want an outcome, right? Yeah. On a game. Uh-huh. And the way you play it makes that outcome. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that outcome, you have to change the way you play the game. Yeah. No, that's true. And that's what Undertale is. Uh-huh. Is that you have to go back again. Play you your don't, choice, yeah. Yeah, you don't have that satisfaction after you playing the game that you think is the way you should play it. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me want to go back and play it again. Because yeah, yeah. I was not satisfied with the ending that I had. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Undertale you enjoyed, I'm I'm guessing since you. I did, yeah, yeah. and that's why I'm playing it again because I want to get the ending that I wanted. Uh huh. Nice. Don't want to give too much away because Vito hasn't played it yet. <laughs> He's just like no. And you should play it. Yeah. Uh, besides Undertale, uh, I mean, last time you were here, you talked about you finished Red Dead. You played that. Was it was it just Undertale? Was that the only thing you really, from the last time you were on, like in January? Um, I know we did a round, or maybe a, more than a round, of uh, Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Because I challenged you. Yeah. I was like, hey, fight me. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. That was now, the first time I've ever experienced online on uh, Nintendo or uh Nintendo Switch. On the Nintendo? Nintendo online Switch. Whatever. It wasn't that bad. Like, um, there was probably like one or two matches where it would slow down a little bit. But other than that, like every other match, it felt like it, we were just playing there. And I feel like that's... Um, I didn't experience any of that. Oh, really? I think that was more on your side. On my end? Um, because so everything... Shitty was, ass internet. Everything Chico's? was really no, smooth for me. No, that's why that when <laughs> that's why when you said that uh, there was something like lag and stuff, mm-hmm. I was surprised because mm-hmm. I didn't experience anything. Maybe that's why I lost a couple matches mm-hmm. to you. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll use that excuse for that. And then we had that a- epic final match. Our with your uh, Wii Fit trainer male, and that was Yoshi. I'm we did. We did. Uh, we did the best way. Oh, we already talked about it already. Yeah. But the best way of playing Smash, the, the last match is uh, Pac-Man Land and uh, random characters. I was not in favor of that match. No. No, because I was Wii Fit trainer yeah, yeah. male. I was Yoshi. I never used Yoshi. Shut up. Yes, you have. No, I have. <laughs> no. I mean, I've, no. Okay, if you're if you're saying it that way, I've used every character, but like to like my. The ones I'm good at? Yeah. Yoshi's not one of them. Maybe, but you've had more experience with Yoshi, I think. I guess I've, so. I've never really played Wii Fit, and I don't think anybody has ever played Wii Fit. Trainer. I have. Wii Fit is pretty cool. That's not my go-to at all. <laughs> um, I know currently uh, you're focusing a lot on school, but is there anything besides Animal Crossing that you're looking forward to? Ooh. Not really, because I can't buy games. Yeah. Um, even with the um, PS4 Pro or um, Plus, uh-huh. 
my uh, subscription is ending, so. Oh, when's it ending? I think this month. Oh, really? Um, so even then, I'm not going to be playing games. Mm-hmm. Whatever I have on my system is what I have what for the next have. two years. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not sad about it. Yeah. Just, I mean, I have the Switch, and I have Celeste, and yeah. Undertale to go through. So I'm sure that will take me the two years within uh-huh. me doing the studying and stuff. Then you can just catch up school. on all the good stuff. Yeah. But, I mean... When Animal Crossing comes out? I will try. <laughs> I'm going to be selling my paintings, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Hopefully people are buying them. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if that makes money. If not, then I'm not going to be yeah. dealing with that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. This week being a special week with having Janice here, I want to talk about a little topic for all of us. A topic that came to mind for all you guys. For you, what was the most important game to you? I mean, example-wise, a game that made you change the way you perceived games, you know? Not like your favorite, like we know, Bethel, like your favorite is Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. You love that game. But not that. But the game that made you go like, oh, shit, games can be more and changed your whole view. So, I mean, for you guys, we'll start off with you, Janice. What was the game that made you change your whole view on everything? I would say Pokemon. Um, Why is that? <clears throat> Only because um, growing up with it, I mean, it's, it's developed so much over the years. Mm-hmm. Going from link cables to like trading off of Wi Fi. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just the Pokemon series overall was just kind of a communicative kind of game. Mm -hmm. And I don't play Pokemon Go, but that, I don't know. It just like went from you playing by yourself to you being including with other people. Yeah. yeah. Especially like that whole link cable thing. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, Where you would connect two Game Boys with each other. With and a, trade Pokemon? Like, essentially, USB cord. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was you not being only responsible for your own game, but also somebody else, like, giving you an advantage of the game, you know? So I think Pokemon, overall, was, like, my go-to game of it changing everything that I thought yeah. about. I mean, it also changed in a way, like... 
before I would say like when you when you got into the realm of like role playing games, um, it wasn't it was in America, but it wasn't as big as it was, and it got really huge when Final Fantasy VII came out. But I would say like for Pokemon, it brought in those simple leveling up mechanics that most RPGs have. It's not like a traditional RPG, but like grinding, leveling up, you're leveling up each character where this would be leveling up each Pokemon. So that was kind of bringing it into, hey kids, this is what you're doing. It's a game about capturing little monsters and little balls and then fighting other people. And then you gain experience, you gain levels. And so that's learning all that. Like, oh, level. Okay, so the higher the number goes up, the stronger my Pokemon is. You know, or, or my character is, and then oh, this character learns abilities as it levels up. So then, there's also the 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 choosing like, oh, okay, what what you know upgrades upgrades <laughs> or you know in, in Pokemon's Upgrade. case, it was like, uh, what move do you want to forget to know this new move? And it's just like, what? What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Huh? I remember even that. Like, I would. I think the first time that ever happened, I would just sat there like, <laughs> like weighing when I my decision. Pokemon like, X or Y, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, shit. What do I do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I choosing the right one? Am I, right. Am I gonna die? Not only that, but like you have to think about the Pokemon's weakness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're not only thinking about the attacks. Yeah. You're not you thinking the about the defense. Uh-huh. You're thinking about what can defeat me too. Mm-hmm. So that's what. I think change for me mm-hmm. overall in gaming is like the scope of what this game was um, expecting me to do. Yeah. Even as like a 12 year old Janice, mm-hmm. this game was like teaching me all this stuff and expecting me to succeed in the game. Yeah. And this is 12 year old me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that kinda was... kind of weird, like, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. When Pokemon came out, it was, like, a huge phenomenon. Like, it blew up. And that's not even, like, the individual game, like, the um, RPG. Mm-hmm. My dad and I always played Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. And I felt like I always had the advantage because I knew Pokemon. Yeah. But he would pick up the controller. This is the N64. And he would pick up the controller and beat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and with Gengar or Hunter or something. Uh-huh. Like, he he would always beat me. <laughs> and I didn't know why. Like, I would get so frustrated because I'm like, I'm the Pokemon master. Like, I know. <laughs> I, don't I know all this Pokemon things. stuff. Do you know why now? I still don't know why. Well, your dad was really into, I remember as a kid, he played Warcraft a lot. Yeah, but I would beat levels for him. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah, I think you mentioned that last time. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird that he would. He probably up knew that strategy shit, you know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe your dad's just like, I just hit buttons. And <laughs> but he was super intuitive on um, the game, and uh-huh. he, he. Or maybe he me. noticed you use the same attack, and he's just like, oh, this is like rock paper scissors. I just do the opposite yeah. attack, and I win. I. And you're like, God damn it. I would probably pick the same Pokemon to like defeat him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would. I don't remember really much about like what Pokemon that I used. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that he would always beat me, I would get so frustrated. <laughs> so, what was your view on gaming before Pokemon? Um, for me, it was more of like a solo kind of thing. Yeah. 
Like, it wasn't a communicative thing. So, um, it was always, like, um, Mario Kart, either by myself or, um, Aladdin or Lion King on the mm -hmm. Super, uh, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Um, I always felt like it was a game or a system for me to be by myself and, like, be in my own world. So, Pokemon kind of made it so that I'm playing with somebody else. Whether it's somebody next to me or somebody that I... Like, one of my friends at middle school and we would trade Pokemon and stuff. Yeah. So, it, it changed my view from it being, like, me by myself to, you know what, this is going to be including other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the gateway of it being, like, a wider spectrum for mm -hmm. Pokemon. When it comes to the series itself, because you got Pokemon Blue, right? Mm, was I it blue or red? I think it was yellow. That was yellow? Um, I did get blue, though, because yeah. I let you borrow that one. Yeah, you did. And uh, did you ever, did you continue on with Pokemon? Was Pokemon, like, something where, like, you had that, and then probably later on you got another version like silver or gold or, you know, uh, fire red or leaf green or diamond or pearl. You know, there's so many different ones. Um, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't like every Pokemon that came out I got. It was probably every couple of Pokemon you got, right? Um, so I didn't have every system Yeah. for Pokemon. So it was... It, I think the last one that I had was the SP. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, I didn't get anything until recently with the 3DS. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got Pokemon Sun. Oh, all right. And that's when I played Pokemon Sun. So it's been a while yeah. since I played like a Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. um, so you're going from original Pokemon Blue and Yellow... To Pokemon Sun. Yeah. So how was that jump? You, you you hadn't touched at all. Like even if a friend had it, like oh let me let me just check this out, or would you just be kind of like standing by the side and looking? Oh okay, Pokemon. Nope, I've never seen like the in between of wow, like the okay. old ones to the new one. Yeah. How was that for you? Um. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the bulkiness, the whole. I don't know, like the interactions with the characters too. Mm -hmm. It was more meaningful. It wasn't just kind of like you're just talking to this person because you're going through the map. Yeah. Like they had some kind of like meaning behind it. Um, and it had a story too. Like the people that you would talk to, they had some kind of like effect to the story. Yeah. That ended up, like, you learning later, mm -hmm. like, what happened. Like, more of a story to it instead of, like, hey, you're a kid, get some Pokemon, beat the Elite Four. Yeah. And then like never the, see you or talk to your dad. Yeah. It had more of a story. I don't know if you guys have um, played Pokemon Sun and Moon. I played, like, two hours of Sun or no Moon. And, like, for whatever reason, I couldn't get that into it like I did X and Y. That's how it was. Uh, but I did recently pick up Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. Was it Ultra Moon? I don't know. 
and I played an hour and a half of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to continue, but I just haven't. It's a really good story. Uh-huh. I felt like I was engaged in what was happening. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why I kept continuing playing yeah. it. It was because of that. What about you, Beto? What was a game series that kind of made you change your perspective on games? Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Really? Yeah. Because uh-huh. um, it was the first game that it was like had a story to it. Yeah. And also just the open world. I mean, you had to unlock parts of it, but you can pretty much do whatever it is that you want in this game. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, fuck, this is fucking awesome. Like, I just like play that and like you finish the story. Mm-hmm. And after that, there's so much more to do if you didn't do it, like collecting cars, uh, fucking just finding hit, hidden objects and stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. like, fuck, there's like so much. I, I invested so much time in that game mm-hmm. that for me, like it just... It, I had played other games like Metal Gear that's story driven and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I never played anything that was that had story. And then just the, the that sandbox, the open worldness of it. Yeah. So that's that's something that just like I was, that's always stuck to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I always, I always loved that. Um. When that game, when Grand Theft Auto Three came out, it was like it came out of nowhere. And just like blew up as well. Because yeah. I had played Grand Theft Auto, the other ones on the PS1. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, you mess around for like 20 minutes and that's it. And then this, and it's just like, it just really pulled you in. I remember like one of my cousins, like when I was really getting into games and getting like magazines and stuff. I remember like going through one of the magazines showing him. And I didn't know what Grand Theft Auto was. I didn't know what it was at all. And I turned a page and. Gr- Grand Theft Auto had a small little corner article. Nothing big, yeah. nothing large. No one knew what was up. Just like, oh, a 3D Grand Theft Auto, you know? And I just remember him going, oh, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> They're going to do a Grand Theft Auto? And I just remember being like, what the fuck is he talking Who about? Who is this? Uh, Ricky. Oh, really? Yeah, not Ricky. Yeah, yeah, no, but but Ricky. Cause yeah he because does. Ricky, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I remember being caught off guard. Like, what the hell? I was like, yeah, man, they're doing a grand style. Like, pretending I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I fucking didn't notice. You fucking dummy. Yeah, they're doing a 3D grand style, of course, because the other 3D ones were lame. You know, but even though they were just top-down grand style. But, um, no, I just remember being really caught off guard. So that that had my attention, Uh you know. And all I remember is it just coming out. Yeah. Just renting it. Yeah. You know, and then playing it and and that was a that was like one I remember like fuck it has radio stations. Yeah. And then uh Change the stations. I was gonna mention that the one thing that I loved about that game was the music. Yeah, yeah. the music is so good at it. Like I'm into music and not really knowing about the artists and stuff, mm-hmm. but the actual music. Yeah. Oh my god, that that was amazing. <laughs> The music has gotten better, as in like license tracks. Yeah. But I would say, I would say three and Vice City had the best that oh, yeah. fit the world. Yeah. And I'm not saying that fours wasn't good. I'm not saying fives mm. wasn't good. It's just that stuff that you Santa already heard. You're like, oh, this, cool. this song is under. You're just exp- by that time you're expecting, oh, this is gonna have good music. Yeah. But when three came out, because they couldn't use a lot of licensed stuff, there was a lot of unique tracks that yeah. became just like so memorable. Yeah. Um, 
that I think three, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is the first time we're going to have licensed tracks by City. Let's really make it fit, fit in the 80s, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. Yeah. Like it, so I would say those two first soundtracks were amazing. I'm not saying the other ones weren't. I'm just saying. They were all like, good. It's just, yeah. It, it's just like. They, were, they had more money to now get Now you're expecting, yeah. you know, like if there's if Grand Theft Auto 6 gets announced tomorrow or whatever, we're expecting a good soundtrack. Yeah. They're going to have good songs. But, oh, what songs are going to have? It? Oh, they're going to have, they have a Wu-Tang song, and they have this, and then, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have this, you know, whatever, you know. But, um, yeah, I just remember, like, I played that game for hours, and then I would be like, okay, I'm done. I've done everything today that mm-hmm. I want to play. 30 minutes go by, I had to fucking play start again. again. Yeah, I just that's, that's how I was. You like, can, I wouldn't play anything for a long time. That's all I would play. <laughs> um, yeah, was, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's and I have another one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, skate, EA Skate. Oh, okay, so why did that one? Because for the longest time, like, the Tony Hawk games were fucking huge. And they were, even, like, Thrasher was, like, it wasn't huge, but I'm I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, Tony Hawk was, like, they're really good games, but they're very over the top. Arcade. Like, arcade Yeah. And I I, I love those games. They were great. But then, uh, I, like, I always wanted something more realistic. Uh And that's what I liked about EA Skate. The, the first one especially like it's you could do some fucking like crazy shit like crazy flips off of like crazy ledges and stuff transfers and like like some crazy gaps but it was still kind of realistic yeah, yeah and then it was just like I would just do some crazy shit like fuck that's impossible to do and now you see I, I feel like skaters were influenced by this game because you see so many skaters doing the fucking most ridiculous shit like that's something you fucking do in EA Skate <laughs> yeah like how is how is he pulling this off in real life yeah yeah I feel like that that uh that game influenced a lot of skaters to, uh-huh. to make to make them actually feel like oh I think this is possible yeah 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 doing this I did this in this game it's fucking hard but I think this is possible and they're doing it cause the weight and the physics yeah like it was yeah you couldn't just do a uh uh 360 kickflip into a Jesus stance, yeah, whatever. The fuck, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I feel like. And not talking shit about Tony Hawk, but no, like, no, they're great for the time. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, during that time, did you think that it? Not that it wasn't possible, but did you just think like, oh, no one's really gonna make a realistic skating game? Like, it, you, it seems like you were craving no, because- one. I mean, Thrasher kind of was on that. Remember Grind Session? I don't yeah. think we ever played it, but we we, we had a demo, a, bit. a demo, right? Yeah. And then you played. I remember that. And then I remember like watching you. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember watching you play it, and then it looked like super sluggish, and you fell. And I went like, "Oh, this is lame." Uh-huh. And then I think you. I remember you saying, "No, but that's how it should be." I don't remember. Like as in like. Yeah, it was a little more realistic. Fit, yeah, it's more realistic. Yeah. Or you said something like, "No, it's more realistic." Yeah. And I was like, "No, that's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid." <laughs> it's, it's not, not like Tony Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like Thrasher came out out around the same time that uh, uh, another Thrasher's a fucking rock star. Uh, Remember Skate, Street Skater, Street Skater, yeah. Not Skate, sorry, it's with Street Skater. I remember that in the Street Skater too. No, no. Like I, see, Those even that good. I remember because skate Street Skater was the first one, yeah. not first ever skateboarding game, but it was before Tony Hawk, and I was like, I remember me and friends would play it and be like, oh man, this is what this is what skating games are, and fucking Tony Hawk came out of nowhere yeah. and changed it. Yeah, that was like the Tony Hawk was like the open world of Street Skater. Yeah, but anyway, but then uh, Thrasher came out before I think around the same time as Tony Hawk, and that was a little bit more realistic. It was still like a little bit over the top. You could do some crazy shit to it, but but that kind of 
kept that more realistic feel to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, with EA Skate, it's like it, it really, I, I feel like they had a big influence on skaters now. Yeah. Because it's just the crazy shit that you see now. I mean, as much as I hate saying this, I think it was probably Skate 3. <laughs> probably. Skate no, but that series, at least. That Skate 3 was, it's very interesting because it blew up later. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I still, I, I, I don't care that you can get off your board in 2 and 3. Yeah. I think for me, the way you feel, the first one's the best one. Yeah. Um, it's, I remember hearing a story about somebody saying that the first person who run the first uh, four-minute mile, like the first person who ever run like the, four, the under four-minute, sub-four-minute mile, they, he did it, and then everybody started doing it. Just because of like, oh, shit, he did it. I think I could do it. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's yeah. actually achievable. I think I could do that. Yeah. So I feel like that's what skaters are doing with this game. Yeah. And they're like, that shit's fucking crazy, but I think it's possible. Like, yeah. If I can start doing that. Cause Competitiveness he's, is yeah. like a virtue for oh, people yeah. sometimes. So. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like that's that's a big, big one for me, too. Yeah. Why are you, Jesse? Very good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Very good ones. Thank you. I mean, I've said it before on here, but it is one of the ones that really changed. I still, like, remember uh, going to TJ, going to my grandma's house, and uh, uh, Duty and Ricky's were in the back of the room playing video games. And I remember walking. I still remember walking in. You you and Ambad might have already been there. Like, you guys, have, are, of course, were always there first by the time we got over there to TJ. And I just remember, like... They were playing Resident Evil And me walking in And watching it And going like What the fuck is this Like what is going on And that was um, Yeah They were The characters were talking There was a story There was puzzles They had to figure something They couldn't waste bullets Like It was completely the opposite Of what you learned as a kid Like playing a game You know There's action games Like Contra But you're just shooting bullets And just trying to stay alive You know Yeah you even had like But for me it wasn't big at all there was metal gear for the nes where it was stealth and you know you didn't really have any ammo but it never was in part of my world at that time and it was just mostly legend of zelda punch out super mario brothers and it's getting from point a to point b i'm not saying that resident evil isn't point a to point b but there's multiple point a's b c's d's um but like playing that was a um Seeing it because I didn't even play it. I think I don't, I don't think I touched Resident Evil till a little bit later. Like I think I was just watching them play it, but I was just like really surprised because not only that, but even like PlayStation, like the the introduction of FMV videos. Uh-huh. Even though again, I wasn't familiar with Sega CD. I didn't have that around me. It had the FMV type full motion video. But PlayStation had it too. But seeing like oh whoa these are actors and like. Oh man, they're trying to run away and they're running to a mansion and doing all this. Like, just it was a mixture of that and like it seemed like a Hollywood movie, yeah. but in a video game, a cheesy one. But you know, and there was blood and, and you know just all that. Like, it was not what I was accustomed to, and it, it, that's what made me change my perspective of like, oh shit, you know, um, games can be different. They, they're not just what I thought they were. So that really, you know, blew it up. And I feel like Resident Evil as a series has, has continued to do that, even though it's stumbled and fall, fell, has fallen a lot, but it's kind of like gaining its traction Bring again. It, yeah. 
and bringing a lot of that stuff back. Like maybe it's not innovating to the point where it was in the beginning, but it's still like with the things it continues doing. It's just nice to see that it's still an evolution there. And what it's done, as in storytelling and in um, survival horror, because that was like kind of slowly the beginning dying and it seems like it's coming back again yeah. is something that's really cool um but that's what really changed a lot of shit for me like when it, when it came to looking at how games were Undertale, Bethel with you with Skate, and um, mine was Pokemon. Oh yeah, yours is Pokemon too. Sorry, Undertale. Oh sorry, <laughs> blanking. Sorry, Pokemon. <clears throat> like so, like with you, Janice, with Pokemon, Bethel, yours. What? I thought you were gonna say it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like with you, Janice, with Pokemon and Bethel, you with Skate and um, what you do? Grand Theft Auto um, with how those things changed your view on games and made you kind of more open to trying different things uh, what kind of different things did you try because of it well I got uh, you know I'll start off with like with that with with something like um, Resident Evil um, not being your traditional stuff, you you see a lot of people kind of like stuck into their own, and we've talked about it here on the show. But um, oh, I like shooting games. That's all I like. That's it, you know. And they they kind of put themselves in a, in in a not a position, but that like I only like this, and I won't continue. I I will not veer off what I'm familiar with and what I'm accustomed to. Um, and I think that you know any way you feel about that type of stuff, it's like hey, do you? That's fine. You can do whatever you want, but you kind of loop miss out on like something that could be like oh limit well, yourself I never, to like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you eliminate yourself, but like oh, you can miss out on something that you're really gonna enjoy a series you can really dive into. Mm-hmm. And then you also get like oh man, I like Call of Duty. I'm gonna try this other game, Battle Battlefield. It fucking sucks. It's not Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't there any stuff, anything like Call of Duty? It's like, why don't you just try other games or yeah. be more open-minded that not everything's going to be like Call of Duty. Like, no, everything should be like Call of Duty. But sometimes you got to take your time with certain games, too, with the like Battlefield to transition over to that. Oh, you know? yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. I would tell people that... Like, it's weird. Like, every every first-person shooter, the crouch button's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why it's the fuck so isn't it on the right stick? It's yeah. so fucking bullshit. I'm going to hit B to crouch? That's the stupid. Fuck, like, I started with Halo... And I loved Halo, playing with you guys. Um, And then when I started playing other first-person shooters, like, Mm. it wasn't the same. So I had to get a boop-boop. I had to get accustomed to um, just getting into, yeah, getting the button layouts and the realism sometimes Mm. because it's a little bit more um, physics in it and stuff. So um, it's just getting used to it, but... Um, I'm sorry. What was your question? 
No, what else did you think it made you try? That you wouldn't have been a previously if you didn't... Like, if you didn't find those games, if you didn't get Pokemon, if you didn't play Grand Theft Auto or Skate, what do you think you would have missed out on? Pretty much, if I want to put it in a simpler form. But most recent one for me, Yakuza. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like if, like if I didn't get into like open world type stuff, even though it's kind of not that, that open world, it's still very story driven and you can do yeah. a lot of shit in there. Uh-huh. I feel like I would have probably missed out on that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite games last year. Um, it felt like introducing somebody else, like mm. another person in the game, opened it up so that it's not just me playing the game. Yeah. So, uh, for me, kind of like it opened it up for me so that I, I'm starting to play with other people. Yeah. Whether that's like playing. Gears of War or um, Super Smash Bros. It didn't seem like I was just by myself playing a game. Yeah. It's not just me trying to get through a Super Mario World or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's also somebody else. And it's not just up to me. Because yeah. I always felt like games were just by myself. Mm-hmm. Aladdin and... Uh, Mario Kart, you're racing your own. You're you're using somebody else to benefit you in the game. Yeah. That's how I felt like when, um, when Pokemon introduced me to like all these concepts of you building your team. Not only are you building your team, but you're using a resource from elsewhere. Yeah. Which is like your best friend in middle school, yeah, right? Yeah. They they caught that <laughs> freaking Charizard and. They're level 58 versus your mm. Charizard is like 10. So not only the interactiveness, but also the competitiveness too. Yeah. And not only that, but you uh, trading, like it's a compensation yeah. between two people. Like it, it just brought me this, um, this world of, it's not just you. Uh-huh. It's... Including everybody else. Yeah. That's how I felt like with Pokemon. Yeah. And that opened it up to, honestly, like, multiplayer gaming. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for Resident Evil, I don't think I would have cared for anything that had a story. So anything from Metal Gear to even Final Fantasy. I don't think I... I'd be like, oh, I don't like these games. I just want to play a game where you're, like, jumping through levels and... Because Mario has a basic story. Save the princess. That's it. Yeah. Miyamoto was never huge on story. And there was a lot of games that don't really have story. So I think stuff like Metal Gear, Final Fantasy, it's leading up till now where um, I enjoy a lot of things like, you know, The Last of Us, um, Uncharted, any of those. Like, yeah, you can shoot and everything. But man, there's story. I probably would have been that person. Like, and there, I think there are people like that, which is fine. You can do whatever you want. They're like, skip every cutscene. But I don't know how you could do that if you're like you're playing a game and you're like, oh, you're in a prison, and the next thing is like you're on a tropical island. Like how that happened? They're yeah. like, no, I don't care. I'm just gonna play the game. I don't care. It's like, okay, yeah, cool, do your thing. It sucks. I couldn't do that. I need to know this story, you know. But uh, yeah, it, it would have just been a whole trickle down thing that if yeah. I never, if I never, I don't think if I ever experienced Resident Evil the way I experienced because it wasn't like I found it. I ran into it. I, I stumbled upon it. Because of, of 
you guys, you know, like Ricky's and Turi and, you know, the PlayStation, like the feeling, I, I could always go back to that feeling of the PlayStation was so mystical because at that time it, it was just like, it was like the Wild West. It was just Nintendo. Was so shit, yeah. Nintendo and Sega. And like, who the fuck is PlayStation? <laughs> this is like doing all this new stuff. Like, this doesn't feel like Nintendo. This doesn't feel like Sega. Because you're getting these all of these mature games, you know? Yeah. Like, I just remember being in awe. And that's that's what leads you as a kid. Like, I want a PlayStation now. You know? Like, because it gives me something. I always felt like yeah. that with PlayStation is that they're more story-driven. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for a while, I was... Um, only on Xbox and I felt like the it wasn't satisfying because of that. Yeah. yeah. It I, didn't have it. It didn't have that story that I wanted. I, rem- I remember when you had 360 and I, I had a 360 and PS3 as well and I would try to talk you into getting a PS3 but then I was just like, well, but there's, I mean, PS3 wasn't doing that great. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I can't justify it. You have an Xbox and that's where everything's yeah. at. I'm like, nah, you're good, you know? Like, But I always wanted you to get one because I knew you'd like some of the stuff on it, but it all turned it, it all turned out well at in the end of it because with the 4, you're still playing a lot of the stuff that came out on PS3, yeah. so, yeah. you know, all the good stuff. But, yeah. I was say, um... What? Something like uh, Grand Theft Auto, for me, it was, like, it was story-driven, but there was, like, so much more to do. It wasn't just, like, from, like, a, how you say, point A to point B. Yeah. Like, even Grand Theft Auto was very story-driven, uh-huh. but there was still, like, kind of point A to point B-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the boss battles. It's still, like, old-school mentality of uh, mm-hmm. video games. And G- Grand Theft Auto was, like, for me, there was nothing like it because there wasn't any real bosses. Yeah. You just go around, like, oh, go kill this person, and then uh-huh. you fight him. And it wasn't really a boss. You just go up there, kill him, yeah, try kill or him. do it, or however or you want to kill him. Yeah. Trap him by, like, moving cars in yeah. their way or something. I was going to say, like, do you remember... I, I think we talked about this, like, of course not on here. I, don't, I think we were just talking with each other, but... um, Do you remember, like, just going through that game over and over? Yeah. Like, playing multiple playthroughs? Yeah. And it was but easy, do you rem- after a while. But do you remember... Skipping. If you did certain missions, it would not you wouldn't be able to do certain other missions. It would change up the story a little bit. Like if you did if you went one path where it, and it's not like games now where if you go on this path, it was just basically I figured out, "Oh, if I do this, I can't do these other sets of missions that probably weren't really story yeah, driven." Yeah. But it's like, "Oh, if I do I don't remember, dude, but let's just say, "Oh, if you do the A-ball missions, you can't do the taxi driver missions." Let's say something like that. It's not very impactful, but it's still like, oh, if yeah. you go this way, you can't do a handful of yeah, this. Yeah, because some of the... Because remember, sometimes they say how many missions you complete, and I yeah, noticed, yeah. why didn't I do 10? I thought I did everything. Yeah. The reason why is you can't, and a lot of them, you can't do all of it. Yeah. It, because if you do one set of things, you can't do another set of things. Because yeah, certain but missions... But it's not that you, huge, yeah, though. It's not crazy. Because I think how you're describing it, I remember... Um, you do certain somebody's uh, missions. If you keep doing theirs, it advances the story to where, like, you don't need to do those uh, yeah, other yeah, missions yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember being like, what? <laughs> like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, just see it like Grand Theft Auto had. Like, you can just be, like, driving, and you're like, why is there a phone ringing? And then you found that guy. <laughs> like, it was just a pay phone ringing, and those were yeah, missions. Yeah. And you're like, nothing, t- nothing tells you yeah. that, that, that there's fucking it's, shit. But it that was my you. favorite. Yeah. yeah. Like, going through those pay phones. Yeah, because you just go, oh, shit, what that thing's ringing? What's that? Because you can you hear it, like, faintly in the yeah. background. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that while you're driving yeah. by? <laughs> you stop hard. Oh, shit. and you brake really hard because you're going like 80 miles per hour down that road. And you're like, 
oh shit, there's a mission. Like, yeah, and you yeah. just want to get out and do that mission. I freaking love Grand Theft Auto 3. No, that was great. Yeah, that's one like, so why is it someone, I always get people telling me like, oh, when it comes to Rockstar games, uh, like it's mainly two games. Like, oh, if they remade Grand Theft Auto 3. And or if they meet the uh, bully, I think we talked about that. <laughs> or the Warriors, oh, yeah, but Rockstar yeah. doesn't do that stuff. They don't. They'll re-release yeah, it. Yeah. Maybe like they did with Bully and Enhanced Edition, but it's not yeah, a full yeah. remake. Uh-oh. Like, don't get me wrong. If they were to announce tomorrow Grand Theft Auto Three Remaster or Remake, I'd be stoked. Because I, I loved that game. Oh, yeah. but, but imagine having to pay like, not, the the voice actors for yeah, that shit though. Yeah. But the, well, not for the main guy. He didn't say anything. No, no. But like, there's like dudes like yeah. Joy Rappaport. And yeah, Demi Lovato should do it again. No, no. Not that they wouldn't want to do it again. But no, what's his name's dead though? Freaking uh, uh Michael Imperioli. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Fucking Guru. Yeah, Gangstar. Wasn't uh, a who was who was a uh, fucking uh, uh, Sean Penn's brother? Chris Penn. Oh shit, Chris that's Penn. Right, yeah. w- was it three or? I, forgot. I think I it was three. was three. Yeah, he passed away. It was three. Yeah. Pretty sure it was Yeah, because didn't he fuck up his hands? No, no, no. That was eight ball. Oh, yeah. Eight was the one fucking. You got to drive because I can't wrap my hands. You got to drive. I can't wrap my hands. That's right in the beginning. But, like, oh, man. Like, Griffiths, that was so good. Three is so good. Yeah. And I loved Liberty City stories on PSP just because played. it was like you got to go through everything yeah, again. Yeah. So it's, but it was cool because it's like, oh, that hasn't been built yet. So like this, oh, this, yeah, this yeah. part's like, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I like that one. That one's dope. Um, so basically, I kind of did get a remake. It was on PSP. <laughs> um, yeah. Damn, fucking Grand Stato, dude. It's a great game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah. yeah. I played, I don't know. I remember, dude. I remember when I got it. I don't know if I told the story. Huh. When I got it, we, cause my parents and we would all go to Mexico for the for the holidays. Yeah. And when I came back, my brother didn't go because he was working at the time. He was already he was already like eighteen, nineteen. Uh-huh. I was still in high school. And then uh, he gives me this like wrap thing, and it's a box. It's like a fucking PS2 case. And I open it up, and Joe was there too. It was like it was like I barely knew Joe back then. And then uh, I open it. And it's got the thought I'm just like, oh, like this fucking just <laughs> giant, giant, like fucking face of excitement. I was like, oh, you fucking thank yeah. you. I gave him a big old hug and shit. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Joe, did, was Joe working at Toys R Us at the time? Or? I think he was. He probably helped him get it. Like, hey, can probably, you pick this yeah, up for yeah. me? And he's like, all right. Yeah. yeah. And they're all, Joe's all making fun of me. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. Just because he saw how it looked. Like, <laughs> your fucking face. Like, yeah, was that chubby Joe or skinny Joe? He was skinny. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, there's a chubby Joe. Yeah, oh, there's a really chubby. Yeah, Joe. well, I never met. I only met Skinny Joe. I never met Chubby Joe, but I, I heard stories. Yeah, let's talk about Joe now. No, <laughs> <laughs> I remember not liking him, but then, like he found out I worked at a video game store and he got cool. With me. <laughs> well, that's gonna be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Yes, that's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. I'd like to thank Janice for being on the show this week. Janice, thank you for filling the very, very <laughs> tiny shoes of Joe Ramirez on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Thank you for filling Joe's I'm a Joe's size hole. seven and a half, <laughs> so what is he? Uh, I don't know, 13. 
I think 13. so. Yeah. I felt the shoes. Wait, Joe's 13, really? I think he said something. Cause I, I was Is he like throwing it. an extra inch just to compensate for something? He's got a small the dick. thick <laughs> socks that he wears. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he had a size 13. I'm size 12. Me too. Yeah. Well, those shoes are loose, but I'll be glad to fill it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you, Janice, for being on this week's episode. Thank you for awesome, having me and always. Quinn. Hell yeah. Humping, humping over there. In the back. She's humping in the background. You get that, Quinn. Where's she humping again? Her bed. Yeah, you humped that bed. Did she fix or no? Hmm? She fixed. Yeah, her she's her? fixed. Yeah. She's just, she just still horny bitch. She's in heat. Well, thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza and Jenny's. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. <laughs> Because your titties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here, okay, Janice. Yeah, yeah. As long as I've known you. Yeah. Even as a little girl, you've loved titties. That's right. You still love titties? Yep. What are your favorite type of titties? The all natural ones. Yeah. The, uh, the How, long, what's the, the, the hanging low fruit ones? What's oh, the What's no. the biggest you would like? <laughs> size. <laughs> size wise. Yeah. And then we'll go nipple. Uh, probably D's. D's. Yeah. What about, what about nipples? Whatever. Pepperoni. Like, like I, I big don't nipples? care. I really? don't really care. Yeah, I guess so. Like I, I have, I don't have a preference. Yeah. But they gotta be big. They gotta be big. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta be big. You, you gotta be big. You gotta be big. Um, All I well, know is all you, I know. You know reason, stay the same. <laughs> the reason why you've always liked boobs. Maybe because I have them? I don't know. That guy, okay, so guys play with ball, their balls and stuff. Do you play with your boobs? Oh, guys. My what? I don't care if I can just tell you. I'm not fucking not disgusting. Not really. Like, you play with your balls, right? Yeah. She's not grossed out by it. Why are you being a little bitch about it? No. Don't you know, just like. I mean, I've, seen, I've seen some girls do that. They're like. I check them out every <laughs> once in a while, but uh, I don't get like oh. any kind of arousal or anything. I'm not, not even arousal. Like I play my oh, balls just because I'm playing yeah. my balls. Then, then yeah, I regret I bringing up this topic. <laughs> it's your fault, dude. <laughs>